Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm oh no, <laughs> look out! Well, well, I'm a little, a little excited, uh-huh. a little distracted. Uh-huh. On the way in, parked right outside HQ. Yeah, local news van, KTLA five. Um, there has been a lot of excitement. Okay, uh, someone, someone who was getting a parking ticket, mm-hmm. flipped out. Tried to escape the parking ticket by driving into the park. Okay. Hit three people in the park and crashed their car into a, like a light pole or a tree or a fence or something. Oh, my gosh. I, I was – I'm like, oh, it'll be funny to talk about the local news van that's outside. That's funny. But it didn't occur to me for some reason that it might be connected to some sort of tragedy. Yeah. Horrible, nightmarish tragedy. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, generally you can expect that – if the English language news vans are out there, mm-hmm. something unspeakable has happened. Sure. Uh, the Spanish language news vans out there all the time just because it's like a pretty place where a lot of Spanish-speaking people live. Mm-hmm. So like if you're reporting on something, they're just, they just like to do it there during the magic hour. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, if, if, if you see that KTLA van mm. out there, uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking ABC about. ABC 7 Eyewit- Eyewitness News. Yeah, if you see stormy mountains out there <laughs> reporting for the Los Angeles weather. <laughs> weather. Uh, I would like to be, I mean, not connected with a tragedy, but I think I've talked about this on the show before. I would really like to be on the local news at some point. Have you never been on the local news? No, uh, and life? I've been practicing. Check this out. Okay. <sighs> okay. Just getting into character here. You need to do any warm-ups? Try this. Unique New York. Mm. Unique New York. Unique oh, New York. Marvelous Maine. Marvelous my butthurts. Ma. My butthurts. My butthurts. Cool dong. Cool dong. <laughs> cool dong. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Check this out. This is okay. me on the local news. Do you need me to do anything to set this up, or are you ready to go? Uh, you can ask me a follow-up question if you want to. Uh... But I'm, I'll just do my quote. I'll ask. Oh, I can follow up your. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'll go first, and then if you have, you know, if you're inspired to follow up, got it. You know, this parade just makes me feel really proud to be part of this community. How do you feel this will affect your business? Check out my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> See? Yeah. Man, I would. Have you ever? I, we, I think we have talked about this. Have you appeared have on we? the local news? I appeared on the local news as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, not. Mm, I'm going to say, ten years old. Okay. When Magic Johnson got AIDS. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sure. You yes. I mean, you should retell it, but I I remember this story. Yeah, no, it's not much of a story. I was wandering around the campus of San Francisco mm-hmm. State University, where my mother was a student. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, was asked uh, how I felt about Michael, Michael Magic Johnson having AIDS. Mm-hmm. I-, I wished him the best. Did, did they ask your mom if they could ask you that? Or did they just they say? They sure did not. <laughs> wow. They you, certainly didn't. You didn't sign a release? No. These may, now that I think mm-hmm. about it, these may have been child pornographers. <laughs> okay. Just like getting a child to talk about AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is the darkest yeah. pornography oh, ever. Boy. <laughs> Do you think if we got enough people 
you know, if we mobilize the our our Twitter fans. Yeah. And I know that's something we do a lot. We ask a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah. But to be fair, it never leads to anything. So yeah. Maybe we. Anyway, I've got something. Yeah. My middle school friend Cameron Laughlin mm-hmm. is a TV weatherman in Arizona somewhere. <laughs> okay. And I think I think that's our end. We're gonna have to do a road show. Wherever it is in Arizona. That yeah. He, but how complicated can his job be? It's hot today. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be hot. Should probably move. <laughs> yeah, you should move somewhere else. <laughs> Who's anybody moving? No amount of golf is worth this nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I would love to, like, you know, to mobilize people to talk to their local news stations online. Yeah. And let them know that, you know, if they want to do a story about the up-and-coming medium of podcasting or, yeah. or what it's like to be two guys who met in college. Yeah. Like, they can cut, send a crew down here. Or we can go into the studio. I'll go in studio. I'd love to be interviewed in the field, but I will also be, appear in studio. I think there are a ton of story angles for this. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just what's it like to be two guys in pot in uh, who met in college <laughs> or what's it like to have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um how about uh, what's it like for one to be tall and one to be medium? Sure. Um, the, the challenges and benefits that come with being both tall and medium. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, should we bring our guest into this? Because I think this is a good brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, he's a proven brainstormer. I, there is no doubt. This is an idea, man. Uh, yeah. You can tell because he has 700 podcasts. <laughs> Uh, he, of course, is best known as uh, the middlest brother of the McElroy brothers of My Brother, My Brother and Me in the Adventure Zone. Uh, but that's that's just the tip of his podcast dick. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's how I always put it. <laughs> if someone listens to just My Brother, Brother, Brother and Me, that's just the tip. That's just my that's podcast just tip. <laughs> Mr. Travis McElroy. Hey, T-Mac. How's it going, buddy? It's going so well. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me. Thank you for making the time uh, to come into the program. I know that you're busy preparing uh, to usher life into the world. Yeah. Travel uh, cross-country to Cincinnati, the home of baseball legend Marge Schott. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that, that is how we bill it. Famous racist Marge Schott. <laughs> uh, famous racist and dog enthusiast sure. Marge Schott. Pete, Pete famous Rose. for racism or incidentally racist <laughs> and famous. Those are two different things. Yeah, yeah, names. sure. Did they famous, win a claim in the field comma of racism? racist. I think she, I would say that like if her, if her headstone She's dead, thankfully. <laughs> but if her headstone were the sign that greets you at the at, on the freeway as you enter a town, it would say Marge shot, and then in big block letters, and then in script underneath, it would say famous for racism. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I Pete, think Pete Rose no also Cincinnati. Yeah, Pete Rose is another Cincinnati <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you remember that thing? Is there where... anything good about Cincinnati? Because uh, well, uh, no, because they also put chili on spaghetti. Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, boy. But they do. Actually, um... that sounds kind of good. No, it's because not... oh, they blow it. What's... They blow it on the chili. They put cinnamon and chocolate in it. I know what's good. Uh, I know exactly what's good about Cincinnati. Cincinnati Reds first baseman Joey Votto. Okay. Oh yeah, Votto's great. Have you seen this? Have you seen any of these Votto vines? No, tell me okay, about them. Okay, so the greatest, the greatest, uh, the greatest joy of being a sports fan in the 21st century is the fact that you can see the best thing that happened in sports yesterday automatically using your social media. And the other day, 
Joey Votto was in foul territory by first base trying to catch a foul ball. He went all the way up to the grandstand. He leaned into the grandstand, and the guy in the front row, like big, uh, big beefy guy, stands up and tries to catch it. Bumps into Joey Votto. Joey Votto drops the ball. Joey Votto drops his glove in frustration, looks at the guy, see that he's, sees that he's wearing a Reds jersey, grabs the Reds logo on the guy's shirt, pulls it out like to say, you're supposed to be a Reds fan, shakes his head, turns around and walks away. Shaking, shaking his damn head, I think they say. Oh, S-M-D-H. Man. Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. And later on, later on in the game, he signed a ball for the guy and took a picture with him. But it was the single greatest thing that any baseball player's ever done. I'm actually a little ashamed of Otto there for backing off that because he was, <laughs> he was right. What yeah. was that guy doing? He's dead right. Uh, he's dead right. Isn't there a thing where Pete Rose would sign any baseball even if it was even if yes. it had an anti-Pete Rose message <laughs> yes. on it? That's I, very true. I, while you were talking, I was Googling, and I found one that says, I broke up the Beatles, Pete Rose. Because <laughs> he just needs money so bad that he will sign any baseball. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Joey Votto has also been, in when he's on, on the road, He's been, you know, often the first baseman ends the inning, mm-hmm. you know, because he'll, he'll make the third out at first base. He'll have the ball, and he runs towards the dugout with the ball in his glove. And usually what they'll do is they'll take the ball mm-hmm. and throw it into the stands, you know, to some kid or whatever. Uh, Joey Votto lately has been running toward the stands, taking the ball out, bringing it behind his head, then shaking his head, putting it back in his mm-hmm. glove, and going into I the I love dugout. that because that's a cost-saving measure, you know what I mean? They're trying <laughs> yeah, to keep, yeah. listen, they, they're just Major League Baseball. They're not made of money. You know what I mean? they got to cut costs where they can. Yeah. And if that means saving some balls, not yep. breaking as many bats, yep. putting cork in there to save money because you they need it. that wood mm-hmm. for other things. Sure, yeah. You, you can recycle that wood. Fantastic. Yeah. It with cheaper cork. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking while you guys were talking about uh, local news stories. And I came up. I think I have a great catch-all phrase, catch-all sentence to say if you're ever interviewed for local news because okay. it fits no matter what tone of voice you use, mm-hmm. it fits any story. Okay. And it's this. Honestly, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Does this even work when I'm looking at the parade? Yeah. Like, what, what did you think of this parade? Honestly, it came, Honestly, out, it it came, came out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Like, I was blindsided. I just wasn't excited. It came out of nowhere. It was at the farmer's market. I didn't even realize it was the 4th of <laughs> and July. And then, boom, veterans. <laughs> no, I don't know. Nowhere. Came yeah. out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. But you know what? Having a great time. Have you ever been on the local news, Travis? You know, I have. I actually, <laughs> I was on a kid's version of the news in yes. Huntington. Yes. All three Magway brothers were on it at different times. It was called Kids Mag. Okay. Yeah, it's just kids with an S, kids with a Z. It was kids with an S. Okay. And, but full I can on think of a more fun way to spell that. This was Mag, like, short for magazine? Yes, it was. Uh, the kind sense you read or the kind you put in guns? Hmm. I assume it was like, okay, my justification for it when I was like 12 was, Magazine. It's got to be flexible. You use it for whether it's like it's some sort of news thing. I don't think that's real. I don't know why it was. My kids uncle magazine. actually got rich making it with a product called Kids Mag that was bullets for guns for children. <laughs> um, I have somewhere a photo kids of like... guns, <laughs> both with a Z. Now that's what I call guns. <laughs> yeah, um, there was somewhere I have like a almost like a class photo of everyone that I was on Kids Mag with my year, and like they all look like pretty normal kids, and then you get to me and I look like a total Minkus. Like, I just full-on look like the character Minkus from Boy Meets World. It is not a good look. No, I'm not familiar with the, yeah, uh, this program. What's a Minkus? Well, Describe a Minkus. Minkus. Well, imagine, like, your bowl cut 
I was more into that so Raven. Understandable. I like way too the big glasses. Girls' boobs. Topangas, yes, as well. You should. Uh huh. Daniel that's, Fischel. That's what I remember from when I was eleven or whenever that show was on TV. And you remember say, the kids' jugs. Yeah. <laughs> they did Girl Meets World, a sequel, a mm-hmm. spin off sequel, sure. follow up spiritual successor. Coming back for all those nineties. Daniel Fischel in that as well, playing the same character. Looks Great. Looks exactly the same as she did in the college years of Boy Meets World. But so Amicus was. Yes. Boy Meets World. (laughs) It looks exactly the same as she did when she was 12. Um, (laughs) But the Minkus is is a look where when you see it, it's like, oh, that kid must get picked on. Like there's just something about it where you maybe. Oh, yeah. Christian is holding up a picture of the Minkus. That is a. That is a. That's pretty much exactly what I looked like. That's a real Poindexter. When I was like 10, 11, 12. That was my look. Classic. And I was also wearing a lot of uh, children's theater like show shirts. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was. Pippin. Oh, I was. I was. Did you have a, sm- pi- you have a Pippin? Uh, I was not. Griffin was a probably more. So let's talk, let's talk kids mag for a minute. Here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was this was this on a commercial television station? It was on uh, WOWK. Uh-huh. It was the local uh, CBS affiliate. Was I that say. generally pronounced Wowak or Wowk? Wowk. Um, WOWK TV. Um, Your Wowk. The things we would cover <laughs> on. Ouch! My Wowk. <laughs> I was hunting Wauk. Um, Finally, a Wauk for hunting. I heard she was dating a Wauk. Oh, oh, I don't like that one. Um, but we did a lot of like early video game coverage. Um, we early wait, wait. So you reviewed video games? <laughs> yeah, on Wauk. Yeah, we when did. When you say early video games, you mean like Atari games from the seventies? Yeah. No. They, let's see. I, I specifically remember doing a Batman game. That By I, the way, I think must have been tied in with Batman. If Forever. Ataris are not from the seventies, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Don't email me about mm-hmm. that. No, it definitely is. It was on that 70s show. Don't you worry. That's where I get all my 70s information from. Got it. Um, but we did uh, – at one point I got to fly in like an airplane with a kid my age who was learning to be a pilot, which was a huge – I Seems broke like that. A, I broke that story. You flew with a child pilot? Yeah. Seems like a liability concern. Yeah. Doesn't it? Was there an adult present? No, and I'm saying it out loud. I'm Wait, thinking there's no, no way yeah. this is it true. It seems like the local news – when we were growing up, had a very lax, uh, a very lax think, uh, uh, attitude toward child safety. He must and have had permission. an instructor or something with. It. I know I had yeah. my cameraman with me, okay. and I think he, I didn't have a child cameraman. It wasn't a full child yeah. thing; just child was the on-air talent. And I feel like there must have been an instructor, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they would have been like, "Hey, you shoot twelve-year-olds have fun in this plane." Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That can't be true. Yeah. If you no. just would have uh, held you out You probably till... hadn't even discovered your sexuality at that point. <laughs> uh, did I get – I think I got to – I think we were on rotation of who got to be the uh, like the anchors. Uh-huh. And I remember being an anchor for and wearing just the coolest like weird print, red, blue. It was kind of almost like a Navajo print. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, did you get it for being in Into the Woods? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I was so proud. Um I don't know how I didn't get beat up more when I was a kid. I think about this. I don't know if it's that I've blocked out so much, but like I would leave school in the middle of the day to go be on Kids Mag. Like that feels like a thing that should. And like I've seen pictures of myself then. I should have gotten beaten up all the time. That's that's major celebrity. Maybe that's it. Maybe like, or my theory is this. Kids looked at me and said, I'm going to beat him up, and then went. No, too too obvious. <laughs> yeah, too easy. a little on the nose. Yeah, I was very very impressed that Gabe Zittrain got that voice job in a CD-ROM game. <laughs> mm. 
I mean, that is that is heavy hitter entertainment. We're talking about serious stuff. I mean, listen. If I, I had appeared on Bay Area Backroads with Doug McConnell, mm-hmm. come I, on. I did Kids Mag. I was on the radio with my dad. I was in all kinds of local theater. I, listen, Jeez. I'm not going to say I was the Haley Joel Osment of Huntington, West Virginia, <laughs> but I was – no, Griffin was the Haley Joel. I'm not going to take that. Griffin was the Haley Joel Osment. Sounds like you were a pretty fuckable minkus. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's what all the show shirts said all across the shoulder blades. Fuckable Mingus. <laughs> who was the? Who that's was what it'll say on my tombstone. Fuckable, comma Mingus. Who was the most? Who was the most successful in uh, in Huntington, West Virginia entertainment industry? Among the three McElroy brothers. Okay, so because your father was a local it's my celebrity, dad. yeah, it's your my father dad. was a local um, celebrity, a, a renowned morning host, as I recall, famous for his wacky stunts. Yeah, very much so. One time, got frozen <laughs> in a block of ice. I'll tell you all about it someday. Um, I would have to say it was Griffin. Griffin uh, was very cherubic. Mm-hmm. He was very adorable. He's a cutie. Yeah, he had a he had, <laughs> very fuckable. No, he was adorable. Real, yeah. He was adorable. Um, and he his his voice uh, was like a tiny angel's. And he got cast as like the kid in a lot of college productions. Like oh, so, he yeah. was he was in Pippin as the mm-hmm. kid. He was in Oliver as Oliver. Like he got to play uh, a lot of like the cute kid role. Um, and I just hated him for it. Do you think that experience is why he's now so successful in his uh, web series about making a guy in a video game with a really big head or whatever? Yes, very much so. Uh, Amiibo Corner, that one? Or mm, any of them? No, not Amiibo Corner. The other one where they... Monster, monster factory. factory, yes. Because I think growing up in <laughs> Children's Theater is basically a monster factory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, in general, it's so funny because Griffin is I, – I don't know that I'm telling tales out of school here when I say the nicest guy. He's got a guy. giant, he's got a giant <laughs> Sweet dong. Yeah. Just a real cool dong. Um, is that he's, like, the nicest dude. And he was then, too. Like, even as he was starring in all this shit, like, you would expect him to be real shitty about it. And he wasn't – everybody loved Griffin all the time, still to this day. And there was, like – there was something about him that, like, I think every girl we knew growing up had the biggest crush on Griffin. Can I ask you a serious question? Yes. Do you think that the premise of the show, Everybody Loves Raymond, was stolen mm. from how much everyone mm. loved well, your little brother Griffin? You, yeah, I think that and so do our lawyers. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you won't hear about it in, like, the papers. Right. But sure. it was a long but if you read battle. The tr- if you read the trades. Yeah, or the dark web. Like, we talked a lot about <laughs> yeah. the long, lengthy battle. You read dark variety. Yeah. <laughs> Variety from Earth Two. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think I think. Listen, I think why we brought you in was for the brainstorming part uh-huh. of this. Yes. And I do, I do think that you know we should probably concentrate a lot of our efforts on getting more ink in uh-huh. local news. Right. Because I mean, I think you know, I think the new media, you know, kind of largely ignores podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I think I saw Travis. You were mentioned in Up Rocks recently. I was had so, a, a fun interview about you know mostly dream jobs and stuff. It was great. I did great that. Yeah, great. I would love to be mentioned in Up Rocks, but fucking, what are you going to do? You know, I, I have an idea for you. Okay, here's what you need to do. You need to look at what gets you on the local news, right? Yeah, and it's usually one arson. Imp- Arson, arson. <laughs> improving, improving, <laughs> running away from a ticket and bowing some people down in a public park. Improving the, the community, mm-hmm. working with kids, okay. or serial killer. So what I think is 
Yeah, I'm not gonna combine all three. <laughs> oh, you Ooh, improve the community. A header in baseball terms. You improve the community by working with kids mm-hmm. to hunt serial killers. Oh, uh-huh. I know how you thought I was going to go with that, and I changed no, my mind. No, this second. is a lot more fun. Yes, training kids to be kind of like a vigilante team. Yeah, and you've got like your Fagin's gang of serial sure. killer hunters. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I want to watch this on the you've CW. You've got now. to Jesus catch Christ. a killer or two. <laughs> God, yeah. okay, wait, TM, 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 TM. I'm going to make this good show. very CW. I think it's up, still up in the air as to whether or not this should take place in the DC universe, mm-hmm. but... I, I mean, think I'm going not, Dark Horse Comics. Let's not... Yes, it should exist in the world of Dark Maybe Horse Comics. Maybe Eclipse. I don't know. I'm going to sure. go one of those independents, so I have a lot more freedom. Uh, yeah. Let's put... I say we put it in the DCU. There's a lot mm-hmm. of untapped characters in the DCU that sure. we haven't seen yet. Most sure. of them were in Suicide Squad, yeah. sure, but... What about uh, uh, Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite extended DCU character. I mean, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, he'll come around to him. <laughs> I mean, he was no Sugar Ray. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the, just, the, he just wanted the, to fly. The really nice Manta Ray. <laughs> he's like sweet like sugar, but also look out—he's got a sting. Can mantas sting you? Ah, uh, yeah. No. Can you get stung by a manta? Because you can pet them at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. But I think they take off the stingies. Oh, they do? They do no, sting them. Yeah. I don't know. Unless it's SeaWorld, I don't as well. think I would do that. If my son Simon was here, he'd be setting us straight. I think if there's a there's an un... Is he a manta head? Oh, this guy, anything anything under the sea. He loves it. Mm. Yeah. Is he, is he like Finding Dory? Did you see Finding Dory? He did see Finding Dory. He was cool with it. He was pretty interested in what kind of octopus that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really likes undersea facts. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to fight you on this. Yeah, Quit I mean, trying to pick this fight with me. Are you, I don't know if his birthday's coming up, but have you considered a diving bell? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All I got him was a butterfly. A little, a little diving bell? <laughs> I've been teaching My him first to blink diving out bell. words. Yeah. I got him. I uh, it was a it was a real gift of the Magi situation. Mm. I got him a monitor. He got me a Merrimac. Uh, uh, but you sold your Merrimac, <laughs> yeah, to buy. The he monitor. got you a Merrimac chain, so you would the lose your Merrimac. Battle of the ironclad warships. We can work the logic of that out later. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, can we? Seems unlikely. Yeah, it's succeed. probably probably we'll, a waste of time. We'll do that in the after time, show. Yeah, <laughs> talking Jordan Jesse go. <laughs> Jordan Jesse went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. With Pete went. Yes. That guy. Start he went. A, start with a cool jib shot. Yeah. George went. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of. I, I confused him with George Pete Wentz. Pete. Who I think is the oh, bass player for Where Boy. is the Pete Wentz George Went supergroup? <laughs> Wasn't that Alien they Ant Farm? Oh, that was Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, they went that really that fun away. cover of uh, Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. That's, yeah, <laughs> they were good. Mm-hmm. They were good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Critics and audiences agree. <laughs> Alien Ant Farm were really good. <laughs> they had one of those very memorable. I don't really remember Alien Ant Farm for anything other than the Michael Jackson cover. Yeah. And the they did a, oh, God, what's that called? A Cribs. Where they just went to their house in San Diego, and it was a very gross house, uh-huh. and there were a lot of guys sleeping there who they had to wake up because cribs were there, and then they all had a barbecue. Oh, man, that's great. That was good. That does sound nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I didn't know that there was a rock music version of that. I think just once in a while they would throw in a rocker. 
Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I didn't know that there was a rock music version of g- doing a Cribs, but the house is super shitty. That's the Wait, old... who, which, which one are you thinking of that's the non-rock version? Cause I remember... believe it was Red Man. Yes, that's exactly yeah. the episode I was thinking of as well. I think it was one <laughs> I think there, some poop in the been, toilet. Might have been Method Man, but I think it was Red mm-hmm. Man. Bad Red house. Man. Yeah, just, it was just a shitty apartment. Mm. <laughs> just an apartment with no furniture and an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, okay, so we... So let's so let's work on getting this gang of crime orphans together. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't hold on. They don't have to be orphans. It helps. Oh, I'll orphan them. Okay. I don't I, want them to. Oh, any... what a twist! Here's You're the, the serial killer. Here's the thing. I don't want them to have any ties. Uh huh. So you know, if they have like a family that they're worried about, can I ask or... you a question? Yeah. What if they have an important event like a confirmation or a wedding? Aren't they going to need ties? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I you know I don't think I want them attending formal events. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Because then that leads to drinking. <laughs> like, what if they have to go to, like, a nice, like, an old school rest, nice restaurant, like a wood paneling and... Well, they'll get the, they'll get a tie there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah they'll, the get, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll have a jacket and tie there ready for them. Got and it, it probably won't fit right, but that'll be kind of cute. That yeah, will be cute. And You're then right. they can kill the maitre d'. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, they're not killers. Yeah, they're hunting Only killers. in the case when they're oh, given the a tie and jacket by a maitre d'. Oh, I see. It's a weird... Or if the maitre d's a killer, like, I, I, maitre d's can be killers. Like, yeah. Wait, yeah, so this could. is like a vengeance gang? <laughs> well, okay, so you know... I thought it was a gang you know of Dexter. colorful detectives. Mm. Imagine Dexter, uh-huh. but full of little kids. Right, Instead right. of one Dexter, 12 little kids doing the job of one Dexter. This is sounding pretty good to me I'm so saying, far. I'm going to put it on HBO Junior. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lil HBO. <laughs> Lil HBO. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Could we get a baby elephant in there? Yeah, we can. Yeah, sure. Maybe a baby elephant only the kids can see. <laughs> the voice of Paul Lind. Yeah, who tells them who their next target is. <laughs> While you're gone, get me some peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put them in my trunk. And remember to kill that murderer. <laughs> uh, okay, so so okay, so we got an angle, but I mean, also I think in addition to this, in addition to this, we also peanuts. will just do general. General interviews about, you know, podcasting, knowing e- coming. knowing each other, uh, you know, height height. Should differences. we start a cool local event? Oh yeah, like a like a dog walkathon. Sure, yeah. It helps if you pick something, something quirky that benefits something serious. How about like, this? How about I, this? I know, how about this? We all put on swim caps. Uh-huh. Okay, I like it so far. Goggles or googles? Okay. Uh-huh. Nose plugs. Yeah, and we. We walk around, but okay. we pretend like we're swimming. <laughs> and there's a big group of us, and we're all doing this. Uh-huh. And we're creating awareness for some shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Just let people fill in whatever they want to. Yes. Like, we're generating general awareness. Yeah. What do you need to be more aware? You, yeah. Like, think about it yourself. Oh. We're How generating about, awareness awareness. I mean, to some extent, aren't we, at the end of the day, generating awareness of the fact that we've never been on the local news. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's kind of the overarching. And you know what's great about that? That's a problem you can solve. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have mm-hmm. a glorious ending. You can have the reveal of, like, oh, we're on the news now. We can all stop. Like, right like, now, mm-hmm. we're on the news. Yeah, that's, there's a payoff. Because the problem is sometimes people are like, we need to cure this big disease. And you're like, yeah, we're never going to do that. Like, what? there's no fulfilling conclusion to this. But we need to get on the news is a thrilling conclusion, I would say. Will they, won't they? Ross mm-hmm. and Rachel. <laughs> That's a real Ross and Rachel situation. <laughs> it's a real so, Jordan and the local news are a real yeah. Ross and Rachel. Can uh, I can I pitch something? Mm-hmm. What about getting involved in local politics and specifically mm-hmm. 
the graft part of local <laughs> politics. For okay, like shrimp boy. Boy, the famous Japanese gangster. Chinese. Chinese gangster. San Francisco Chinese gangster, Shrimp Boy. (laughs) Okay. I think we could be the next Shrimp Boy. Shrimp Boy's headed to prison. Yeah. There's a real vacuum at the top there. We move to San Francisco. Uh Uh-huh. Tell people we're Chinese. (laughs) So far, so good. Yeah. Now bring her on home. Just prove that we have organizational skills. Yeah. Because we're not going to be the muscle Show them some spreadsheets. Yeah. Do you worry that if you wanted to be like the whimsical, uh, the whimsical political option, that people might accidentally take you too seriously, and you would become like I don't know a candidate for the president of the United States, and then you're just stuck in it with no escape? It is. It is a concern these days that you that you can accidentally become a presidential candidate. <laughs> like no, this was through a no goof. fault of your own. This was supposed to be a goof, yes. you guys. I'm uh... looking at you, Jill Stein. Who <laughs> seems like a lovely woman? She seems great. Um. How okay? So I mean, obviously, it would be great if we could get this done locally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. KTLA five, ABC seven, Eyewitness News. Think mm-hmm. globally, act locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would be willing to travel a little bit for this. I want this for me, and I think it would be good. You know, I think we might need to travel. If I'm honest, sure. You see the star power that they're bringing onto the local news in yeah. Los Angeles. Dave mm-hmm. Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was Dave Holmes? On oh yeah, he was talking about his book. God damn it! It Was fucking great. Was he talking about his book out of context? Like they interviewed him about some <laughs> tragedy that <laughs> right. happened. He was like, "Also, let me tell you about he was party there for work. a city council meeting." <laughs> it's like I've got a book out. So yeah, so I mean, obviously, yeah, we're competing with a lot of star power, and so, but I think you're. Can you're, I, you're, can sure. I ask him? Should we just run Dave Holmes for city council? <laughs> Yes. I mean, against because his will? Who would By a weird loophole, you Jesus don't need their Christ, permission to do it. That's just fact. Yeah, Dave is going to be pleasant whether he wants to be there or not. Of course. We just got to get him to the rallies, and he's mm-hmm. not going to be rude to people and tell them he doesn't want to run. No. Could we... Could we run him and his opponent, Bug the Cat? Because, listen, that's two charming things out there, on. right? You've mentioned my cat. I want to put your cat up for city council. I don't hate the idea. Okay. I need some convincing. <laughs> we put the hat on him. He's going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just okay. Picture in your head. I want you close your eyes. Sure. Picture okay, the debate between Dave Holmes and Bug the Cat in the Hat. Oh, fuck, man, that would be the goddamn best. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would be good. They might elect them in tandem. Yeah. Oh, the first time they're like, we can't choose. <laughs> we love them both. Just it's kind of like the uh, presidential election now. Yeah. <laughs> I just love them both so much. Just get them both in there. Have fun. Just draw a little line down the middle of the Oval Office. <laughs> so, okay. What if we got blazed with libertarian candidate <laughs> Gary Johnson? Oh, boy. That would be great. Just that love, guy loves to puff get guns. Get blazed, go rock climbing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I would love that. Oh, eliminate welfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not that chill. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Gary, whoa. I thought you were chill. Yeah. Install install a regressive consumption tax. <laughs> so it's just stuff from his platform. So we so we could so we're willing to how okay. I don't have an opinion about that stuff. Sure. No, none of us do. Yeah. Um so we're willing to travel. I'll there's two things I will travel for. Okay. One to be on the local news. Uh-huh. Right? Two to do gang vocals on your punk rock song. Excellent. Uh-huh. That's when like a chorus comes and every there's a oh you get all your dumb buddies in and you all yell something. Right. I'd love to do that. That's I know fun. I'm explicitly not your dumb buddy out there, but 
You could become if their you, dumb if you buddy need first. Some, if you need somebody to do gang vocals, I'm there. With enough lead time, you could become their dumb buddy ahead of time. Yeah, it could be like a long weekend kind of thing where maybe yeah. you're recording on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I fly out, you know, Thursday night, Friday morning, and we just spend the long weekend together. You know, I hear really about the band. Rapport. Maybe yeah. I go, if you have a show, I can go to that. I did some gang vocals on a Dub C album in the mid-90s. That's C? That's good? Yeah. That's like that's almost as good as being on the local news. Yeah, well, I mean, at the, at the time... I mean, the amount of, like, my whole deal, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of people remember Mm -hmm. the 90s, you know, they're thinking about whatever. Minkus. Mm -hmm. Raven. Stinkus. Kids Mag. Snap bracelets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For me, it was all about Crippin. (laughs) Just so, I was so into Crippin. Yeah. Just all I did, seriously, from 1993 to 1997, all I did was set trip. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. It was out of control. But it got me on that Dub C album. It's pretty good. Jordan, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is your data? How how short term can you travel? Like, it, how much notice can you turn around? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I would love some advance notice. Um, Be- you know, uh, demanding go-go career uh-huh. well, is something I have. You're a modern woman. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a modern woman. I'm trying to have it all. I, Family, career. Here's my idea. Sweet dog. <laughs> And local news. And local, yeah, and appearances on the local news. Here's my idea. You keep a backpack, your go bag, mm-hmm. oh. and then if every morning you call anywhere you can fly to in an hour and okay. ask them what their news day so is like. So what do I got? San Jose. San Jose. <laughs> San Diego. Maybe Vegas. Um, Vegas. Uh, they, they're never going to have a slow like news one day. Of those ba- like one of those bags that you keep by the door if your wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sure. A yeah. grab and go bag. Or if you're afraid of like an earthquake or right. a forest Or if you're into fire. some like illegal shit. Yes. And you just call every morning early and mm-hmm. say like, like, what's the news day look like? Mm. Could you use someone? I could be there by noon. You yeah. know what I mean? I will have a local news go bag. And I think I've accumulated enough goodwill at my job to where if I just don't show up one day, people will be okay with it. And especially if I forward them the sweet local news clip afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why you just didn't randomly show up to work. We needed yeah. that press. Thank you for getting out there and talking about Chris Hardwick and the local news. I don't know. What I, could, choose- I could absolutely mention Chris Hardwick at Midnight Comedy Central. I think actually, I think you've hit on something here, mm-hmm. Travis. I think what we do is we hire a publicist mm-hmm. and we hire ourselves out as Hardwick experts. Oh, okay. We've known Chris for since we were in college. Sure. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. We have a long history with Chris Hardwick since he drove down to do our college radio benefit show when we were 20 years old. Yeah. I think we are in a unique position to comment on his place at the center of American popular culture. Yeah. Or, and his place just after, immediately after American pop culture, talking about <laughs> that pop culture. pop culture. You could yeah. do the, the after show of his after show. Yeah, but on local news. But on local news. Stay tuned for your local Hardwick talk show. Mm-hmm. Because That's it. Okay. We yeah. don't even need to go on someone else's show. We pitch local stations, mm-hmm. a show that airs after Chris Hardwick's after shows yes. mm-hmm. that talks about Chris Hardwick. We've got the expertise. Yeah. We've got the connections. Mm-hmm. We can get Jonah Ray in there. We can get Matt Myra in there. Well, Jonah Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can get some people yeah. that have known Chris Hardwick. Look, mm. you think if we buy him a plane ticket, Mike Furman's going to say no? No, he's the nicest nah, guy in the no world. Nah, nicest guy that in way. the world. No, wait, will he say no? Yeah. This is this is what's going to make us rich. 
Yeah. And then and I it, think we can just slide into like kind of a general commentator's role. And yeah. then, you like know, like a any, Howard Cosell. Exa- yes, exactly. And then anytime something big happens in the community and pop culture, who are you looking at? Down goes Hardwick. These three guys. Now, it is important that you never have Hardwick on the show. I don't think we still have Hardwick's phone number. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to make it seem as though you could if you wanted to. Chris is very famous now, Travis. Yes, I've heard of him. I I am aware of his sphere. He Um, lives at the Hearst Castle. (laughs) I have heard, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's important that you make it seem as though you keep up the illusion that you could have him on if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But you're choosing not to because you don't want to get... We don't want to compromise our... Exactly. That's what we call just the tip. Exactly. (laughs) Got it. Here's old just the tip. Here's a tip. Mm-hmm. When it comes to just a tip, mm-hmm. promise to have Hardwick on your show. <laughs> Is that supposed to rhyme? No, I think you it's about like it Hardwick. Like it like no, it was like a rhythmic. Oh, okay. I'm like a preacher. I'm like a down home <laughs> preacher. You're a scat man. It's a scat. You're a scat man preacher. Oh, you're thinking of Mr. Carruthers was my father. <laughs> yeah. Please call Holy me the scat, scat man. man. <laughs> I didn't spend eight years at scat school How long to be called <laughs> Mr. Carruthers. I'm the scat man. How long did he have to be a scat man before he was just like, you know what? You're it. It's kind you're of a, it's a Highlander thing. I, you have to kill the scat man. <laughs> I killed eight have, scat men to get and you here. Can only deca- and you can only kill them by decapitating them. And you can only decapitate them by scatting at them. Yeah. <laughs> you distract them with scats. <laughs> you scat their head off. Scat the head off. You know, I learned in the Boy Scouts that you can actually learn a lot about a scat work, man from its scat. <laughs> work, work the shaft, scat the head. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you want to please your man during your wedding night, you got to work the shaft just, and scat the head. Just a tip for you, ladies. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Going into a bullseye interview, I know that it's somebody who does amazing work, but it's it's an actual conversation, and you know, sometimes it gets real. No, but my mother. I remember my. I remember when I got <laughs> this was going to become a therapy session very quickly. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm in therapy. That was a great interview. Bullseye, creators, you know, creators, you need to know. Find it at maximumfun.org or wherever you get podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis McRoy, benevolent drifter. Thank God. Yeah. I'm tired of these malevolent drifters. (laughs) Yeah, boy. I'm trying to think of a character I could play in the next Stranger Things season. Uh, Malevolent drifter. They didn't have a drifter archetype. They need a drifter archetype. I could fill that role. I'm good at that. Drift in. Give a little advice. Drift in. Well, what's he doing at the diner? I don't trust him. Oh, turns out he's pretty heroic. Give the kids a little information about the upside down. I'm just saying. Bad news, Travis. I read the trades. On the dark web. <laughs> and uh, I heard that they actually cast the guy who lives in his van down the street from me and yells at himself a lot. Ooh, mm. That doesn't sound super benevolent. At most, that sounds chaotic neutral to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, well, he's got a was... lot of he's got a lot of heat after his crackle original. <laughs> it, it came down. <laughs> you live down the street from David Spade. Yeah. It honestly, at the end of the day, it came down to the guy who lived in the van down mm. the street from me and yells at himself a lot. And the guy who lives just up the hill from that guy on the undeveloped land in a real bed. Mm. <laughs> An Actually, you actual pay, bed. You pay a lot of money to stay in that in Joshua Tree. There's a drifter with a bed. I guess we should like say- Like a four-poster? We should have said that these are spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> For season two. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> season two of walking around near my house and feeling a little physically uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. That's what Stranger Things was based on. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's uh, just kind of a mashup of uh, Stephen King stories, mm-hmm. but it's really based on what happens when you walk around near your house. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jesse lives in the Upside Down. She writes- I mostly watch Red Oaks. Oh. I like Red Oaks. It's fun. What's that? It's a show on uh, Amazon. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. It sounds fun. You should watch it. It's got uh, Paul Reiser and- Say, Whoa. Are you going to- Stop right you, there. You need to go on? Uh, I do you made because- I am mad about him. I do because it also has Richard Kind. Whoa. whoa. Mad about him too. That's a little mad about you reunion. It is fun. It Hell, is, Hunt show fun, up? It's a fun show. No, I haven't seen any Hunt. But it's got a it's got a Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. Okay. <laughs> it really is a fun show. That sounds fun. Okay. Anyway, uh, sponsor on this week's program. Yes, our friends at Warby Parker. Hmm. Uh, it's do you a new... think Do you think that when Warby Parker named their company, they ever considered calling it Warby Parkour? <laughs> I mean, they're like, listen, we got to jump in this parkour thing while it's hot. <laughs> listen, these are durable glasses, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 We can all agree. Well, what if? <laughs> The guy you just could, comes, you comes could, into the meeting, I just saw a James Bond movie and I've got some ideas. <laughs> I was leaping across a British roof. I've been watching some French action films <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've got the golden bullet. Guys, it's currently the early 2000s. <laughs> um, uh, British prescription glasses from Warby Parker. They do indeed make beautiful and durable glasses. Start at $95, including the lenses. I know this. My wife has bought glasses from Warby Parker. They've got a home try-on program where you order five pairs of glasses. They get shipped directly to you for free. You try on all the frames. Get a feel for them. Get feedback from others. Rub them ones. all over. Get a feel. Sure. Get, you know, Get them up in. See how it works. And then you mail them back in a prepaid package. With a note that says, I licked these. <laughs> no, I wouldn't lick them. I, I would, would be, not put be a note sensible. in there. If you lick them, just, just send them back. That's your secret shame. That's, that's your, your secret, secret shame. thing. Get a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. You uh-huh. go to warbyparker.com slash jjgo. Yeah, swarbyparker.com slash JJGo. Then that's how you get those five glasses in the mail to try on and do with as you please. Yeah. I mean, they really encourage that. Be sensible. (laughs) Do not document it. Their standard is be sensible, don't write a note. Yeah. Okay. We don't That's actually the tagline. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Risk-free, free free shipping all around warbyparker.com slash JJGo. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse, go, wow, it's great. What a great idea for you and your business. Sure. Yeah, I mean- if you got a, if you got a local business, you're hoping to get to the level where you're getting on the news. Yeah, I mean we're soon to be local news personalities. Yeah. So, C- could we become greengrocers? Television greengrocers. God, I wish. Was there a greengrocer in Los Angeles when you were growing oh, up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 
Guy who tells you what's at the farmer's market. Guy who tells you what melons are in season. Yeah. I was He's watching got that like guy, a melon set. I watched that guy two days ago. Really? That guy is still doing that. I don't what? know if it's the same guy okay. from when I was growing up, but there is currently a guy doing Same that. guy, same melons. He's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're still good. Just, just like with Topanga. <laughs> Oh, doctor. I hope she doesn't listen. Oh, Topanga. You know what? I hope she does. Everyone knows that all 13-year-olds were into Topanga's boobs. I'm not breaking any ground here. No, no. This ain't news. Everyone knows this. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't see it coming. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, no no announcements on the Jumbotron this week. Mm, It'd be fun to do some announcements. We make it it cheap and easy to share your message with the world, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's a birthday a christening, sure. a Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. quinceanera, a quinceanera. We specialize in quinceanera. Bar and bat mitzvahs. We've been taking we've been taking uh, ballroom dance classes, so we're ready for the formal dance at the quinceanera. Fuck yeah, we are. Um, what we we would probably do like St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, uh, unexpected pregnancies. <laughs> yeah. We do that. Hey, 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 honey, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, just anything like if you if you uh, like, let's say you're a you're you're a you're a would be mom, mm-hmm. and you have your nor plant removed, but don't tell your beau. Sure. Uh huh. You've uh, got me so far. A, we're a great way to deliver the news that you're pregnant. <laughs> hey, remember you blasted inside me <laughs> and thought it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. I, I got it you. wasn't. It wasn't cool. Uh, you thought it would be cool. <laughs> you thought you were a real cool. You thought you little were a cool real, blaster. Real cool dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you thought you were a regular MC scat cat. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he blasted inside real, Paula Abdul? A real Dr. Carruthers. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis McRoy, metropolitan cowboy. Can I, adri- can I uh, just uh, ask your advice on this issue I've been mm-hmm. having? Hmm. As you know, I've got two beautiful children, mm-hmm. one of whom is uh, two, about to be three. And uh, my older one, his favorite restaurant is this restaurant called My Taco. Mm-hmm. It's a great restaurant, by the way. If anybody's in Northeast LA, My Taco, My Taco, that's where it's at. Man, mm-hmm. get those, get those, uh, get those al pastor fries, mm. or get that barbacoa de borrego. Ooh, that is hella good. Sounds nice. Yeah, Are get you yourself scatting? Nice... Were you just scatting just then? Oh, uh, you know meats. what? I read a I I read about my taco recently, oh, yeah? and I'm like, I gotta get there. They have really nice carnitas too. Okay. They 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 crisp them up nice. That's you know I don't like a I don't like a soggy carnita. Yeah. I mean, it's such it. a delicious meat. Chunk it, and but crisp I think it. if it's if it's if it's damp, you know, yeah. that's when I feel like it's losing me. Yeah. My mom used to go to the. Uh, uh, to the corner store, actually, like the <laughs> liquor store, they had carnitas, and you buy them. They just put them in a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. and you take them home with just the grease dripping through the bag <laughs> before the bag disintegrates. Shit was oh, hella it's, good. It's, oh, it's a rush. You gotta get home before Shit the bag was goes away. Hella good. Anyway, my tacos, my son's favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. My son, my older son. 
My younger son also likes it because he likes anything the big brother likes. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, sure. But we have a real problem telling him we're going there. And this is 100% real. Okay. We'll say, Oscar, we're going to my taco. And he will flip the fuck out mm-hmm. and say, no, my taco. Oh, so this is a who's on first situation. He, there's, and there's no way. Once you have entered mm-hmm. this world of pain, mm-hmm. there's no way, like, we will say, well, it's called my taco. No, that he won't hear it. He's literally screaming at us. No, my taco, my taco, Oscar's taco. Wow. Does he think he owns the restaurant? <laughs> Maybe he's a majority stakeholder. Not Stan's I'm invested taco. in this. I am. We're franchising it. We're going national. Hostile takeover. No, that is <sighs> not the situation. He does have a wing stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he bought it from Rick Ross. <laughs> he 40 talked him into it. Yeah. Did Rick Ross own Wingstop? <laughs> Wait, does he own the entire thing? I think Rick Ross owns Wingstop. Can you that can't possibly confirm be that, true. Christian? I know E40 has a Wingstop. Oh. He may even have a couple Wingstops, but hmm. they're like franchise outlets of Wingstop. Sure. God, we got to ask the Doughboys about this. I'm sure they know. I think that's where I learned about it. Really? Yeah. I'm sure Nick Weiger has written a four-paragraph essay about Rick Ross's <laughs> Wingstops. Um. He has a Wingstop, wing but he okay. does not I thought own it was Wingstop a... all out. Can you really own Wingstop? That's Travis, true. do you know about... It's like, can you catch a rainbow in exactly, a jar? Yeah. Do you know about Rick Ross with the uh, GQ reporter in the Louis Vuitton store? The answer is probably no. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that I've said this on Jordan Jesse Go because it's my favorite thing mm-hmm. in the world, but I'm going to share it with you. So there's this great GQ ar- article. I'm pretty sure it was GQ. Uh, that came out maybe, I'm going to say... Four years ago, three, four years ago, big profile of Rick Ross, and one of the one of the parts that has just held that I've held in my heart as like a beacon of light ever since I read it is there's a part where they all go to the luxury mall mm-hmm. in Miami where Rick Ross lives, and they go in the Louis Vuitton store, and Rick Ross is buying purses for the various uh, beautiful women that are hanging out with him. And uh, he turns to the guy who's writing the article about him, and he says, "You see anything here you'd like to fuck with?" Courtesy of Rick Ross. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Ah. And all of the bags were filled with hot wings, right? Yep, you got it, <sighs> boy. Uh, and that's where he got the idea for wing stuff. Oh, <laughs> it was filled with blue. One, one Louis Vuitton bag filled with hot wings. One filled with blue cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, have you just thought about changing the name when you talk about it? I mean. But the thing is, is I can't change it on the five-year-old. Yeah, I mean, is he? Is he? Can you just call it? He's not old enough to. So the younger one is not old enough to understand whatever grammatical principle is at hand here—the sure. the transitive property or whatever. Uh-huh. The older one is not old. Is not old enough to understand subterfuge. Sure. Although he did come up with a secret plan. Did mm-hmm. I already talk about the secret plan? Uh, I don't think so. Go ahead. His secret plan is in the middle of the night, him and Oscar are going to sneak out of the house and go to the pizzeria, mm-hmm. stand on each other's shoulders wearing a trench coat Wait. and buy a pizza. Now, hold on. The trench coat shoulder idea, did they come up with that yeah. on their own? Or is that a thing? Because I would love to believe that that was just spontaneously, like, well, 
He just went, wait, wait, hold on. It all makes sense. It was an episode of Shaun the Sheep. Okay. Which, okay. if you've got a kid that it's age, nice to know I that can't that recommend Shaun the Sheep. Or if you, that, like, if you like great claymation, I've watched it. I am currently childless. <laughs> yeah, sure. Is it, it's, yeah, it's interesting. If you're, a, if you're a lonely... My wife and I watched it together, sir. <laughs> it was a shared couple experience. While fucking, sir. <laughs> we are, I can't fuck, get hard f- unless fucking. I say sheep on each other's shoulders wearing a trench coat. <laughs> what I am into in my pizza. own home is my business, sir. This is America. It's good to know that that trope has carried over into children's animation since you know, here's since the thing. we I, were kids. I, I, I guess probably about, since like, the Little Rascals I was talking about this with someone the other day where we were talking about thanks to like cartoons, mm-hmm. there are so many concepts present in kids' heads. Mm-hmm. That like they haven't seen in real life, but like they've seen like Bugs Bunny singing opera, and they're like, sure. mm-hmm, "I understand this, the horns mm-hmm. on the thing." Yep. And it's like you never saw opera. It's like no, I saw Bugs Bunny do it. It's like yeah. that's how, there's like all this weird like permeation bleed of concepts that they just learned from seeing it mocked in like right. cartoons and. Ch- I just think it's fast. It's not a funny bit I'm doing. No, I, just- I understand exactly what you're talking about. Like for me. I've never been hunting, mm-hmm. but I know that if you're hunting wabbits, you have to be very quiet. Exactly. <laughs> if you shoot a duck, his bill will spin around to the back <laughs> of his head. He'll be fine, but he'll have to adjust his bill and he'll look a little annoyed. Exactly. That's actually what happened to Dick Cheney's buddy that one time. <laughs> and he was fine. Bill was the, he was you, fine. He was fine. He was fine. Drop it. Um. So, I mean, but I mean, can't you just change the name for both of them? Can't you just call it Taco Land or Taco? Place? No, because Simon's not the older one. Simon's not going to have it. He—that's his favorite fucking restaurant. You think I can just change the name on him? Can you explain? Can, can you explain to Oscar that it's spelled M A I? Like, oh no, wow. like Mai Tai. <laughs> it's a Mai Tai. Oh, I see. I miss that. It's a homonym. I misunderstood, Father. Thank it's you. Named after the massacre at Mai Tai. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about just uh, not feeding the younger one? Yeah, I mean, that's what we're Or let's letting him, I mean, not feeding him. That sounds really harsh. Letting him forage for himself. Just learning Letting him eat scraps like a, like a house pig. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we slop him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not like we don't slop him. He just kid's doesn't been, well, the kid's eat been at restaurants. Yeah. The ki- hey, you slop the kid? You slop the preschooler, we mm-hmm. say? Isn't that the, the basis of the show, The Slop? <laughs> I saw that. Somebody slopped a kid and it was like a whole series. It's not important. Oh, yeah. Because it slop. sounds like slap. Yeah, that's the what it's like. Right. Sort of a, sort of a weird uh, carnival of uh, privilege yep. that show was. God, I never watched that show and had no interest in it. Yep. Mm. Neither. Those bus bus signs really didn't turn me on. Oh, which I, I think I missed it. What show are you talking the about? Slap. The Slap. The Slap. I don't remember that. What is that? Uh, we don't need to. We don't need. It was a show that some people liked, loved to hate. Oh. I was very happy that I had the billboard so that I, every time I was in the uh, car with my wife and drove by it, I could say, I'm working on a sequel show called The Tickle. And I just thought that was the funniest joke in the world. <laughs> Jesus so. Christ. Is that even a joke? What's the I premise of that so. joke? Listen, that's as much a joke as I'm capable I mean, I think of that's making. Like a, that's like something a cool uncle would call sex. He's like, oh, a little slap and tickle. Exactly. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Listen, it's Uncle not a likes good to joke. get in there. <laughs> and tickles stuff. Yeah, likes to work the minkus. <laughs> Doing the minkus one of the stinkus, right? Just, just the tip and you got to work the minkus. Just the tip. Scat the chef. Yo, mink and the stink. <laughs> what are we talking about? Where, how did we get here? Uh, how to get the kids to the restaurant I while swear to God, saying the nothing, name to one kid. Nothing I can say in that situation I have tried every rhetorical avenue. None of them failed to 
Like you would think that you would be able to trick him. Mm-hmm. This seems yeah. Every seems like single classic, thing you uh, say escalates the situation. Seems like the classic parable of the goat, the scorpion, and the grain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got to get that's them. Exactly what I was going to bring up, Jordan. Thank no you. joke. I was thinking the exact same. The thing. classic goat, scorpion, grain puzzler. Yeah. yeah. So you got Simon, Oscar, and a bag of grain. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. leave Simon with the grain. It's spelt specifically. <laughs> yeah. Dress one up as a scorpion. Yeah. What if you could you do a little like super subterfuge and just like start saying Taimako and like say it fast enough that they're like, what did uh it's probably fine and they don't think about it until they get there and like, oh my taco. Okay, great. Maybe me maybe me and my wife working together could ghostlight them. Yeah. What's that? Wait, gaslight them. Yeah. <laughs> ghostlight is the also, thing in theater that also, keeps theaters from being haunted. Also, what's that? What's gaslighting? Gaslighting is when you Pretend something is so uh, is the case that is not the case, mm. uh, and no one acknowledges that you're pretending. Everyone around someone does that until they believe that either that is true or they're going insane. So, so that's like, where you like fart and hold somebody's head under the blanket. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's, if you slowly moved the furniture like one quarter of an inch to the right every day, slowly mm. over time, and if they're like Isn't it the cow, and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. So that's just a fun thing you can do to slowly fun. drive your partner insane and maybe collect some insurance money. I can't remember what the movie was about, but yeah, or write a play around 1900. We're still yeah. talking about the slap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think gaslighting is going to have to be the way to go. Just what about just like pulling the older one aside, uh-huh. saying, "Hey, shut up about this." What if I pull just the make old... Because I think kids love... What kids like to know... What kids like is to be told to shut up. <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> they just love discipline. They love to have a secret with daddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I said, discipline. Yeah. Daddy secrets. <laughs> yeah, this is, just getting, like... this is getting creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is a... This is a... This is a... An innocent... Daddy secret that brings you together. Have if you, I can, he only hold one secret at a time because, because I don't, I mean, there's I remember, some stuff I don't want my wife to know about. I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I was I felt really like I felt like a big boy mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. my daddy would pull me aside. Mm-hmm. We'd be like at the movies or something, and he'd like point to his drink cup. He's like, "Hey, shut up about this, but this is whiskey." <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was great. And it made the Little Mermaid better. <laughs> made the Little Mermaid infinitely better. Have you have you done have you gotten to the age yet with Simon where you can do the like I I need you to be the older brother and I need you to be like mm, I need is, you to lie. <laughs> I need you to lie about the name potato. of a restaurant. I'm going to teach you about the world and the world is full of lies for everyone's good. Eh, not quite. I I but I relate to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think it could work. That yeah. actually that happened to me when I was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. My dad pulled me aside at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And he pointed to his drink cup, mm-hmm. and he said, "You know, I never loved your mother." Would you, <laughs> would you, would like, you some like some slice? <laughs> <laughs> now drink this slice. <laughs> See, well, daddy secret. Yeah, daddy never, secrets. Never, uh, never hurt nobody. Yeah. Now, when we were scatting, uh huh, in the last segment or two segments ago, yes. Mm-hmm. Travis, you said you got caught at home doing some home scatting. Okay. So. <laughs> was that like a wildcat scat? If, if you ever feel down, yelling loudly, I'm a scat man, really does like just pick you You right know up. that that's not what scatting is. Right? <laughs> I know. Like, it's a okay. prelude to a scat. <laughs> I was saying, okay, because you can't not follow that up with it. Yeah, yeah. And so I was doing that like on 
What, on what part of that were you doing? The whole thing? The whole thing. whole thing. You're reproducing, Travis. I know. I'm going to be someone's dad. And like, I was, but I was doing it unconsciously. Like, mm-hmm. I was just sitting there at my desk working. I think maybe editing a, one of my 7,000 podcasts and just like out loud going, I'm the scat man. And like my wife like leaned her head in the door like, what are you, what are you doing? I was like, I, oh, I was, I was unconsciously like, Well, I'm scatting. off to the affair store. <laughs> I've got to leave now. I understand. Take all my, take all my goods. Can I have a goods. 12 pack, please? <laughs> well, I've, I've broken the prenup. I yeah. understand. Uh, I'm sorry, dear. I couldn't help but be normal just now. (laughs) This is the part of marriage that terrifies me, is the, there will be someone around to see what I'm like when I'm alone. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Someone will accidentally catch me thinking that I'm alone. I've never developed alone skills. Mm -hmm. So, because I've been with my wife since we were 17 Mm -hmm. years old, when I... Went away to college. I was, you know, living in a dorm. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, moved out of my dorm, mm-hmm. I lived with a, I lived with a roommate, and we played Seaman all the time. Mm-hmm. Great game. Uh, when I, you know, when I, I moved, hope that was a game. When I moved back home, <laughs> you also I'm... played Sega Dreamcast from time to time too, right? <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Um, when uh, uh, when I moved back home, I mm-hmm. I moved uh, in with my mm-hmm. now wife. So I have no alone mode. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I'm alone, I am paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that I won't do if uh, like let's uh, like well, one time Teresa took the kids with her to the Bay Area to go to a family wedding mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to. I'm at home alone. I don't know when or how to go to sleep. Mm. Yeah, you don't have the markers. Like normally, I go to bed. I go to bed at like ten. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm in bed at ten and up at six. You know, that's just the reality the of my life. Ten to six. You got to get out there and start plowing the fields. A classic <laughs> yeah, Seven Eleven sure. situation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, my wife isn't there. I, j- I'll just sit there, going around in circles. I'll start playing. I'll I'll just start playing SimCity 2000 or something. <laughs> yep. well, like I'm so two lost. in the morning. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like my whole my bedtime schedule is dependent on when my wife is like we're going to sleep now, and I'm like yeah. okay, not because like I want to stay up later and she's dragging me to bed. Like I'm not looking at any kind of timekeeping piece. It's like I'm just waiting for the tides to turn, and my wife's like we're going to sleep now. And I'm like okay. When my wife is not there, I become panicked. Like yeah, and I hate time going. Is right. I hate going to sleep because I feel that death could surprise me there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so mm. I, in, without my wife making me do it, I would try and stay up forever in order to cheat death. You're describing uh, my childhood. Sure. That's exactly, I was awake from <laughs> 9 to 12 because I was afraid of dying in my sleep. That's real. I yeah. read a lot. Yeah. And then I got a dog and everything got better. Um, I, I will say, okay, to your point, mm-hmm. one of the lovely things about marriage, though, sure. is when you do something weird, like unconsciously scat to make yourself feel better about a bad situation going on in the world, and your partner looks at you and they're like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere, where you're like, okay, it's not, I'm not that bad. It's oh, a wonderful, nice moment. Sure, sure. Hold, hold on, Travis. I'm getting a call. Uh, it's from the Nobel Prize Committee. Mm-hmm. What's that? You want me to give Travis a Nobel Prize for 
heaviest psychological information offhandedly mentioned on a podcast. <laughs> well, congratulations, Congratulations. I've been training for years. I happily accept this award. Uh, sure. Now it's time to retire and die. <laughs> 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 you just lay on this pyre <laughs> set it aflame yeah I feel like I've gotten uh, I have lived alone for the past I don't know 10 years seven, yeah 12 10, years yeah somewhere in that zone approaching a decade yeah and I I mean I'm I'm a I'm a strange man with weird habits but I've gotten real weird <laughs> <laughs> I am real weird. I will watch five minutes of a TV show and then turn it off and then lay down and then pick up the cat and sit with her in the bathroom. <laughs> and, like, that's my night. Because the TV show is just too much? Or... Nah, I'm just done with it, you know? Okay. So. What are you doing? Why you got the cat in the bathroom? Because she hasn't been there that today. She's been in the living room all day. So you're so you like to make sure she gets the whole apartment to take her into the bathroom. You're not experiencing this apartment enough. Are yes. you really getting the most out of this apartment? Because she won't go in there on her own. She uh-huh. needs some variety. Uh-huh. It's the spice of life. She won't sure. go in there on her own? Why not? Well, she will sometimes, but some, she's she'll have a little zone and she'll stick there for a while. I see. And then, you know, I'm just worried that she's not seeing the whole apartment. I gotcha. So, anyway. So I am worried that I will have to, at some point, live with someone and then they'll have to, like, watch that unfold. Yeah, love is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the worst. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. More video games. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, I think, look, if you mm. think about the advantages of the single life. Mm-hmm. Or sure. the single guy starring Jonathan Silverman. <laughs> You're giving up on Jonathan Silverman. <laughs> You're giving up on. Don't give up on him. Yeah. He didn't He didn't <laughs> give up on Birdie when they went on that weekend together. <laughs> He, didn't, very even inspirational he didn't even give up on Bernie when he had a voodoo curse placed on him in Weekend at Bernie's 2, and it made him dance and get shot with a harpoon gun. Like you do. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying? <laughs> I got Jonathan. These are the advantages of the single life. Jonathan Silverman. You have to give up any hope for a deeper fulfillment. Mm, mm-hmm. But on the plus mm-hmm. side. You can do any kind of dish system you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whether it's put the dishes in the dishwasher right away, sure. hand wash the dishes mm-hmm. right away, leave the dishes on the table and just use the same dishes every meal. Yeah. Whatever the system is, you can do that. Paper plate. You can just use paper plates and just toss mm-hmm. them out the windows. <laughs> yeah, right, right in the slop heap. Well, let me tell you, long-term relationship, yeah. uh, not nearly as long-term LTR. as Jesse, but, but uh, LTR, is one of the weirdest things that like, I could not Sorry, have explained. TRL. <laughs> I could not have explained to young Travis is reaching a point in your life where meal decisions yeah. are a group activity. Yeah. In a way, like I remember in college where I'm like, I'm going to have a frozen dinner. And I, it wasn't a question. Sure. There was no like, are we having frozen mm-hmm. dinners for dinner tonight? It yeah. just was what happened. And I now live in a world where I have to justify the fact that I want chicken wings for dinner sometimes. Sure. And like, listen, we all can't be Rick Ross and just have them on tap. We can't no, just uh-uh. get chicken wings wherever well, we want He's to. got them on tap, so he has like a keg of chicken wings. And yeah, one time, I, feel like I'm on one time I was hanging out with Rick Ross and we went into a BW3. Mm-hmm. He's like, you see anything here you'd like to fuck with? Courtesy <laughs> of Rick Ross. Uh, boom. Six desert heat. Six Asian zings. <laughs> Give me some of that weft. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm just. I it'll 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 be an interesting thing to like 
think like, okay, what am I doing? And is it weird? <laughs> what are you worried about? What are some things that you're worried about giving up besides wings? Oh, uh, I mean, I hopefully, hopefully the 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 you know the person that I that I choose to settle down with is in also wings. loves wings. Yeah, that might be a deal breaker. I mean, I want to be in, you know, well, I want to be open minded, and I don't want to like shut myself off from a potentially fulfilling relationship. The but next time you gotta love wings. The, the next time, <laughs> the next time you're on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look for uh, an owl, an orange owl. Yeah, give that the thumbs up. Yeah, that's where the wings that's are. You know. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't want to leave it to that much chance. I think you know, if I, uh, you know, if I decided to to go you back just to dating wanna apps, directly ask E forty if he'll marry you. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if I do go back to dating apps, I would like to see the person with barbecue sauce on their face in mm-hmm. their photo, <laughs> and I want this to be the cover photo. I don't want to have to go deep into your photos. I don't want to have to see the one of you at the wedding. You'd and rather the one see of barbecue you the... sauce than buffalo sauce. Uh, just a just some sort of wing sauce. with some dry rub on our face. Yeah, a little dry rub. Can I tell you something? Yeah, you know about the chicken ball restaurant down the street. Oh yeah, ho ho chicken. Mm-hmm. Ho ho chicken. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I fucked up some curry chicken today. Ooh, that sounds nice. Curry sauce on there was hella good. I've had many K Town chicken balls in the past year. It's been a big year for chicken balls in this area. Ho ho chicken is what's up. Hmm. I want my chicken fried. Is it fried? Oh, you know it's fried. Then we down. Then we're good. <laughs> it's fried, and they got that curry sauce. It'd be in funny there. if it was a grilled chicken ball. Like it was. It was like. Some... <laughs> I mean, you could get like a meatball chicken. No, ball. you're right. Like, you're right. You're right. I, listen, you're right. We're you're very. Right. If there's one thing I know about you're you guys, right. you're culinarily open minded. You're right. That's it's one true. thing I know about Jordan and Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Food. Yes. And the erotic potential of the prostate. <laughs> Happy and there's two August. things. Yeah. There's two oh, things yeah. I know. Yeah, that's right. We've been negligent. Speaking of the erotic potential of the prostate. Uh huh. Stimulate the prostate. Happy anal August. Stimulate Happy the anal August, Travis. Happy anal August, Jesse. Happy Thank anal you. August, Christian. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your this enthusiastic. This is a great life. moment in every boy's life. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be representing the Anal August Committee at this event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a lovely parade. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm Danielle Radford. I am Michael Eagle. And we are the hosts of Tights and Fights, Maximum Fun's newest podcast dedicated to all things wrestling. We'll be talking about Sasha Banks, the women's revolution, Sasha Banks, the brand split, and Sasha Banks' wigs. And we'll also be talking about wrestler fashion. Some wrestlers wear too many clothes. Some wrestlers don't wear enough clothes at all. And I'll be doing impressions of all your favorite wrestlers. New episodes Thursdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, dig it. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Travis McRoy, metropolitan drifter. Travis, let's run through your podcast real quick. Of course, you got my brother, my brother, and me in the Adventure Zone. Yes. You're departing as producer 
of uh, Can I Pet Your Dog. Yeah, but my stink's all over it. You gotta check it out. It's a great <laughs> show. No, it's it's uh, Renee and Allegra uh, do an amazing show that they have been kind enough to let me uh, appear on for the last year, and now I am moving on to different projects, and I'm so excited to keep listening to the show, even though I'm not on it. I hope not new projects. Uh, what are some of your other continuing projects? Well, we've got uh, uh, Bunker Buddies. Bunker Buddies with Andy Bolt, where we talk about the apocalypse and how to survive it. Mm-hmm. And we just changed the format of that to include like some segments and change the format of the interview segment. And it's so good. Uh, it's really Exciting good. format changes. Yeah. Andy Bolt, ton of fun. Real, real talented woman. Uh, I also do Schmanners with my wife. Uh, where we talk about etiquette in the modern world and how it still applies, and she's absolutely delightful. Your I'm, wife, Teresa, is not just delightful, but also a classy lady, unlike you. Oh, yeah. Did you hear my thing about wings she earlier? She scats <laughs> less. She scats way less. Um, let's see. What else do I do? I do trends like these with uh, my friend Brent, where we talk about what's trending on Facebook and Twitter and on the internet in general, and we go beyond the headlines to actually talk about the real story. Um, and then off, uh, off Max Fun. Uh, my my secret shame bastard children are uh, in Tarabang with Travis and Tybee, where we talk about what's frustrating us in our personal lives and about the world. Um, and that's uh, very gets real, gets raw. Um, and then, uncensored. Yeah, oh, it's so it's, it's real too hot for raw TV. and uncensored. Yeah. Oh, like those Jerry Springer VHS it's tapes. Very much so. There might be a boob or the f word. Um, and then till death do us blart. The movie review show that my brothers and I and the guys from um, uh, Worst Idea of All Time, uh, Tim and Guy, we do it once a year. This mm-hmm. is a con- this is a continuing podcast forever, this is an indefinite podcast. Yes, um, we watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop Two mm-hmm. every American Thanksgiving, and it will go on for the rest of linear time because we've committed that when we die, we will be replaced. Um, right now, my replacement is Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, you, so you, you plan to handsome. die first. Yeah. Are you intimidated by his good looks? You know what? I'm not because he's very approachable. Uh-huh. Um, he he's, is, a he's a wonderful sweetheart. bar. Um, and he's just a great guy. You know what? You almost forget how handsome he is because he's so funny and you don't <laughs> expect that from handsome people. I know. People should go check out his bar, Hinterlands, the in Hinterland, Brooklyn. Yes. Um, and he does not want to replace me when I die, but it's too late. I've mm-hmm. already named him as such. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, my oncoming spawn turns out to be super funny, and then she'll have to do it. Um, so You watch Paul Blart Mall, Mall Cop or Paul Blart Mall Cop 2? Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. We have not seen Paul Blart Mall Cop 1. How mm-hmm. do you feel about number two? Mm-hmm. You know what? I didn't hate it. Yeah. I had 12. You know who loves it? Jimmy Pardo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My friend Jimmy Pardo loves Paul Blart Mall, Mall Cop 2, and you know, I trust the man. He's a good man. Listen, you can go listen to our only episode so far. <laughs> we have one episode, episode two, coming in four months. Um, but I had 11 cataloged laughs, and you can find out where they were and hear how mad Griffin gets as I describe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you're watching Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and you start laughing, mm-hmm. we hope that you'll call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Our number, 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your phone right now. You're listening on your phone, probably. Two zero. If you're not listening on your phone, you're listening on headphones connected to your desktop computer at work. <laughs> Pull out your phone. 206-984-4FUN. Put it in there. Don't let the boss see. Don't get fired over this. Should we have one of those buttons that... You remember how computer games in the 80s had like a button you could press and it would bring up a fake spreadsheet? Oh, we, I had Dilbert's desktop games. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking so about. So should we... Are you suggesting... Dilbert's desktop games are just like... <laughs> just like one is where you post to a men's rights <laughs> credit. 
Make a woman split the check with you. <laughs> one, is, <laughs> one is why you get involved in an explanation of how Trump is going to win <laughs> and and why that matters. Yeah. Uh, do you, I mean, is the is what you're suggesting here is that we record a kind of a dummy commentary, right, or a dummy cast, yeah, so that people can switch <laughs> well, right. a new kind of dummy, <laughs> <cast>. <laughs> right? It was this smarty cast we're doing. It's a real smarty cast. So, so people can click a button, and if their boss says, "Give me one of those earbuds," let me see what you're listening to. They can switch real quick. So we're like. Fourth quarter projections are down from the third quarter, and of course, uh, business is up in all sectors. And we hope to have this corrected by the end of the year. Rates are lower this year and higher. Depends on who you ask. Spreadsheets. Everybody's at the bank. Mm, peanut butter. It's don't no don't come on. Well, don't, we didn't think the boss. Why would, would a business? We didn't think the that. boss would keep listening this long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they're. The peanut butter business. Hey, boss. Do you like to fuck? <laughs> what are fuck you? Fuck your wearing? employee. He's cool. <laughs> or she. Guess. Let's go. I also think they are that cool. women can be oh. part of business. <laughs> and even people who don't identify as one of those two genders because it's a spectrum. So you, fuck your employee. No questions asked. <laughs> now enjoy these wings. No drama. 420 friendly. Mmm, <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> Strings attached. Let's take our first call. Hello, this is Jesse and Derek. I called. Uh, Hold on. Eight months. Hold on. I know a penguin in the pants when I hear one. Mm-hmm. I know that this is a penguin in the pants. You know how I can tell? She, she said. She said that she's your name. Yeah, but who am I? That's that's a good point. I was on board, but now that you've explained it to me, I also think this is full of shit. Thirty-five years. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how long I have been Jesse. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, I've got some experience. Mm-hmm. I know who's Jesse and who isn't. I'm Jesse. Others are not. You got it. Okay. Like you're Jordan, for example. Yeah. Who so am I? Been ooh, ooh, ooh. Who am I? Couldn't tell you, but that's Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's play the rest of this lie. I called. Uh, Go back to eight- the beginning, Christian. In case people don't, missed it. The don't last take time. this out on Christian. And Derek, I called uh, eight months ago to say that I was losing my butthole, and now it is anal August and six months out of surgery from losing my butthole, and I am a happy, happy, healthy lady, and uh, I wanted to wish all of you guys a happy anal August. Um, pretty momentous. It is my first song, Anus. Um, take good care, you guys, and I feel like a real proper summer boy. Uh, or in skirts, no bumble. So, <laughs> good care. Bye. I'm confused. <laughs> Did she have Is it this replaced? Something that happened on our show before? Boy, I it guess. seems like we would remember this. Yeah, okay, this. I can't tell if the scenario was they were losing their butthole, and so they needed to go in and it's have my favorite it REM song, by the way. <laughs> they needed to go in and have it fixed, and now it's fixed, and they have their butthole back, and they couldn't be happier. Or they. They've had the butthole removed. They had their butthole and they removed, happy... and they're not looking back. Huh. Well, I mean, listen. I think we're all baffled. And what does this have to do with Zurich, Switzerland? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything. I think she said she was calling from Zurich, Switzerland. Oh. Well, I mean, it seems like a place you would go to get a cheap surgery. She doesn't sound like she's in get the some, insurance industry. Yeah, get some nice socialized medicine up in there. 
cuckoo clock? So listen, madam, I, we were confused as to whether or not you have a butthole or you don't have a butthole. Yeah. If you do, uh huh. St. August. Does she now have a healthy butthole? I'm not finished speaking to her, Jesse. Okay. St. August. Mm. Got a butthole. Peanut butter. Jab something in there. Okay. If you don't have one. Right. Anal August is, it's bigger than that. Right. It's about possibility. Right. Exploration. Mm -hmm. Sure. Something new. You got it. So if you can't cram something up there, I don't know, maybe take a class or something. (laughs) Maybe learn to cook. Yeah. Yeah. French French cooking. Sure. German cooking. Tex-Mex. Where you at? Alpine cooking. Uh Uh-huh. Can I suggest something? Swiss cooking. Flugelhorn. Oh, yeah. That's a fun instrument. Or Alpenhorn. Mm -hmm. That's that Ricola one. (laughs) Uh, May I suggest something? Sure. Uh, If you don't have a butthole, maybe write a children's book. I'm just saying. That's great. It would be cool if you could get that published. You're going to have to get an agent. Mm -hmm. Well, you could self-publish. I mean, in these of e-books. Self-published children's book? Yeah. (laughs) For kids with nooks. (laughs) (laughs) Kids love their nooks. Kids love those nooks. Okay, Christian. Let, give play, a mouse a cookie. Play the next call because give a child a nook. I don't even think I really don't remember someone calling in to say they didn't have a butthole. Me either, and I don't want to be insensitive because clearly she was sharing something. They were with losing us. their butthole. I'm I'm just glad that they're happy. That's what matters yeah. to me. It sounds like everything's gone well one way yeah. or the other. I mean, she did sound like she was in a good place. Is it call? Is it possible mm-hmm. that she thinks we're Dan Savage? Oh, Wait, yeah. Well, we are not... GGG. Yeah. Is this not Dan Savage? Oh, sorry, buddy. We oh, tricked you. Okay. We tricked you. This is a much less popular show. <laughs> and we're dramatically less handsome than that. Sure. And worse at this. Yeah. So, <laughs> one, two, three yeah. strikes, you're out <laughs> at the old pod game. <laughs> we still have your consolation prizes, these peanuts and cracker jacks, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's take this next call. Hi, this is Stefan Zurich again. I'm calling to clarify uh, one of the is that it is my first anal August without an anus. Just to be clear, I have an ostomy. It's not as if I'm just drowning in my own waste. Uh, I'm a new badass ostomate, and life is a thousand times better without all my sick guts in me. So, clarification, and uh, get him, get him, get him. I would Wait, like to- what does she have now? A colostomy. Okay. Yeah. I would like to say I'm very proud of us. It didn't occur to me once to worry about a waste issue. Yeah. I don't think that came up in the previous conversation sure. at all. I'm proud of this, me this person. Me too. Me too. She may have stolen my name. Mm-hmm. And the great – she may have ruined the neutrality of the great country of Switzerland. Yeah, they're going to war. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. I'm proud of her and her evacuation. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm proud of her. Optimistic. Listen. Here, here. There's too much shit in this world now to worry about your own shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this person who's like, you know what? I feel great. This is life now. This and is I'm going to live every day of it. This is what made America. Well, this is what made America and Switzerland great. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we can make them great again. Yeah. I'd like to tell you guys about a visionary leader. Ooh, I can't wait to hear about this person. <laughs> he loves to blaze the gun. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Minkus. <laughs> Minkus twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. 
Minkus Scat Man 2016. That's the that's the ticket I'm voting for. Can we get can we get who is who out there in our audience is making is making the campaign sign that says Minkus 2016. Two in the Minkus, one in the Stinkus. Don't forget his running mate, Scat Man. <laughs> okay, we have one more call. Congratulations, congratulations, Jess. I we're we're all very proud of your remarkable accomplishment, and we're so happy with what uh, socialized medicine can achieve. Hi, Jordan Jesse. Uh, it's Jay from Seattle. Called him in the past and got mocked, but this is a real momentous occasion. Hold on. Uh, my partner had a call. Hold on. We would never mock no, someone who called in with a momentous yeah. occasion. We celebrate momentous occasions. Of course. We love this stuff. And we love this stuff. And guys. Where's the and guest? Where's the and guest? <laughs> yeah. I'm here. You Travis, love the guest. You're here. Do you even love this stuff? <laughs> oh, listen, I'm, I'm, I, I like, I like. No, you gotta love this stuff. Travis. Check this out. Uh-huh. Okay. My name's Jesse Thorne. Uh-huh. I love this stuff. <laughs> Let me try. My name's Travis. I like I like this stuff. No, Travis, no. god damn it! No, okay, what do For I need? For fuck's sake, you Travis! Let me give it another I'm go. I'm so fuck sick focus, of this focus. shit from you! Please, coach, focus. let me try again. Fuck you, Travis! Okay. Fuck, focus. Get the fuck out of my fucking studio! I love this stuff. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. Fucking hey, whiplash. This is Travis, whiplash. Travis, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. <laughs> I love this stuff. Jesse just whiplashed me. It worked. It yeah. happened. Y'all saw it. You're my J.K. Simming. <sighs> Simming? <laughs> yeah. You're J.K. Simmons, but you're not weirdly jacked. What were we What were we doing, Christian? Podcasting? Are you rolling? Yeah. Are we ready to start? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go back to the beginning, the please. Hi, Jordan Jesse. Uh, it's Jay from Seattle. Called him in the past and got mocked, but this is a real momentous occasion. Uh, my partner had a code blue, meaning she couldn't breathe. She was intubated in a medically induced coma, and today she woke up just fine. Thanks, guys. Have a nice day. Hey, that's amazing. There you go. That's why we love this stuff. We love this stuff. That's incredible. Oh, I love this stuff. That's like legit. Yeah. I mean, two medical miracles today on the show. I guess I don't want to ruin the mood. I am mm-hmm. going to throw this out there. It's too bad she didn't, or he or she didn't c- come out of the coma with powers. Well, but, I, I, I don't know. That's one in five. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't expect that every <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, odds are against coming out with powers. Okay. And I'm just saying, it's a it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that love has triumphed. Mm-hmm. Powers would have been good. Powers are nice. They're powers nice. How are you going to form a suicide squad if you ain't got no powies? <laughs> you got to get, get some powies. Get some powies. Get yourself a dead shot. And you got to make sure form everybody's got different powies. Form a suicide squad. Oh, yeah. Don't want to have two guys with the same powies. No. No. Can you imagine? Oh, what a boring suicide what squad. What if three guys showed up and they're like, I can make holes in stuff. Like, I can make holes in, I make holes in stuff. Excuse uh. me, boys. Can I join your squad? What's your powie? I've got pow pow. <laughs> What's your pow pow? My pow pow is strong smell. <laughs> You're in. Boy. Yeah. Wait, you got, listen, if you got two whole guys. <laughs> Hello. Get is out su- of this suicide I squad. A, I have a strong smell. Is Suicide Squad a remake of Mystery Men? Get yourself into an alpha flight. <laughs> 
Get yourself into Hello. a Defenders. Hello, I've got powers, and I'm from Canada. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely want to join the Alpha Flight. Oh, wow. They'll love my strong <laughs> smell. They probably will. Cool that powies. Was, uh, that character is called Baby Made a Boober. <laughs> <laughs> little booby. Yeah, little booby. Uh, I, I believe that character's from the Golden Age. Am I right? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. a Golden yeah. Age character. Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> if you have a momentous occasion for us, the phone number 206 984 4FUN. We're not going to make fun of you. We love this stuff. We love, we love this, this stuff. We love this stuff. We love it. We love this stuff. We love this stuff. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Travis Matro. Travis McElroy, Metropolitan Cowboy. Hey, I want to mention something. A couple, a couple quick things before we wrap this thing up. I'm headed to the East Coast with Judge John Hodgman. Uh, we're going to be all up and down the Northeast, and then we're also going to be in London, England. Mm. Ooh. Uh, we got mm. uh, Continental. We, we got Bullseye, International Waters, Beef and Dairy Network, uh, and Judge John Hodgman, all at the London Podcast Festival. So if you live in London or you know someone who does, the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Kate Middleton. She listens sometimes. Uh, I would like you to come to the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's thing number one. Mm -hmm. Thing number two is this. I think that this, if I'm counting my days correctly, which I am probably not, I think this is coming out just before our friend Donna competes in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. She represents the great nation of Canada uh, in the modern pentathlon. Mm -hmm. Um, She is actually an original member, unless this has been retconned, Original member of Alpha Flight. Yeah, her Sasquatch. <laughs> Is that, that's correct, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, I hope that all Jordan Jesse Go listeners, lots of Jordan Jesse Go listeners, have supported Donna's efforts to make it to the games. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of money in modern pentathlon, obviously, uh, but support her efforts to make it to Rio and to train f- for the Olympics. Uh, with something we're really proud to have been a tiny part of. Um, and uh, so we wish Donna the best. And. Um, you know, we know uh, Donna is out there uh, representing uh, the other podcast that I'm sure she likes more. Mm-hmm. Uh, on because the... they have their logos sewed into her uh, uniform, outfit? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whatever sports people are wearing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, no, we we're, we we want to wish Donna luck, and I hope everybody's going to watch Donna on, you know, C-SPAN or whatever <laughs> the fuck channel carries modern Bravo, Bravo at 2 a.m. Bravo at 2 a.m. Man, it's good. What a great Hey, I think you probably watch it on. I think you probably watch it on your NBC app. Yeah, get yourself that get NBC app. Get yourself the NBC app. Get that. Get and you know what? While you're getting apps, can I recommend fried mozzarella sticks? Ooh, yum, oh. yum. Mm. Get some nice sauces. Mm-hmm. Blue, get yourself some blue cheese some dips. <laughs> that actually would not be bad. I know it sounds a little bit gross, but I I'd dunk a mott stick in some blue cheese. I duck any fucking thing in blue cheese. Yeah. That's why it's the king of dips. Such a good tip. More than ranch? Yeah. Well, Sorry. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about this off air. Yeah. Sorry. This has been addressed. Yeah. Ranch is a universal dip. I'm just saying. Like, are you thinking of type O negative blood? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> universal donor. Bone marrow is the universal dip. I don't yeah. <laughs> uh, no? Okay. You're, you're weirded out. Anyway, kill, go, uh, kill him in Rio. Ranch is some nice Donna. dip. Could use chunks. 
Have some have some mozzarella sticks on us. Yeah, so those famous Brazilian <laughs> mozzarella sticks. It's mozzarella sticks without any pussy hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love this stuff. 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 Didn't see it coming. Christian Duenas on the boards this week. Our producer, Brian Sonny D. <laughs> Fernandez, all the way in London, England. Oh, Travis McElroy's been our guest. He already listed all his fucking podcasts. Yep. So, I hope so. Uh, Do you? Yum, yum. Do it. Yeah, how about this? Don't listen to his podcast. Just listen to Liz Gilbert's new podcast, Magic Lesson. That I is like actually, that. that's great that's a good plug, You should right? do mm-hmm. that. We can't go through that whole list, so let's just say listen to Magic Lesson. She's way better at everything than I am, and God, her voice so is good. so pleasant. And she's really great. And you know what? You may think you've subscribed, but there's a whole new series that you need to subscribe to. So go on iTunes, yep. go listen to Magic Lessons, and you know what? Someone should support Liz Gilbert. I feel like I, I she needs me in her corner. I realize sure. that she doesn't have any yeah. powerful friends. Yeah. Um, so I'll be the one. Support Liz Thank Gilbert. Thank you so much, Travis. Thank you so, mm-hmm. so much. Can I tell you that the first time I listened to Magic Lessons, I legit got mad because she was better at hosting something than me. <laughs> That's how like, I felt when I read Eat, Pray, Love. Fucking Liz Gilbert. Stick to books, lady. You're better eating, Fuck praying, you. and loving than right. I am. <sighs> but not scatting. Like, no, that's mine. Nobody's better Stay at scatting. Stay out of the scat arena. Nobody's better at scatting. Yeah. I will have a scat off with Liz Gilbert anytime, anywhere. Oh, boy. That might happen on a future episode of Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> yeah, scat She's off. She's got a paperback to promote. <laughs> What better way to, <laughs> to scat appear with on some this guy on a podcast <laughs> no one listens to? <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you next. Oh, MaximumFun.Reddit.com, uh, the Facebook group, hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. That's the Maximum Fun mm-hmm. Facebook group. It's a great place to chat about this kind of stuff. Um, and uh, above, above all else, we love you mm-hmm. romantically. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.